Hey family, I'm Coach Cass. Welcome to The Hub. be here this is awesome I you know we were just saying this before we started recording I love everything that is Dr. Coach Cass and so I'm really excited to be here and hey wanted women hey (laughs) (laughs) Danielle there is so much to your story you know you're helping women all over the world move to millions but even before we get into that I'd love for you to share a little bit of your personal story you know um, of where you've been and wh- what you've come to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. This is always such a loaded question for me because my story is a whole episode all by itself. But I'll do the highlights. I'll do the, the quick and dirty. So um, I was born to drug addicted parents. My mom actually got high the whole time she was pregnant because she didn't know I was there in her defense. Once she knew that I was there, she stopped. But the doctors thought the damage would all have already been done. They said, she likely will not experience life like most know life. Mm-hmm. And there has never been anything cognitively wrong with me. So for me, that basically is the firmament of purpose. And when mm-hmm. there's a purpose for your life, there is not anything that can thwart you from the purpose that God established your being to be. And so I am excited to be here. You know, seven brothers and sisters only want to go to high school, graduate college, advanced degree, started working in corporate America in three years, became a vice president. And I was an entry level 217. I was like the baseline. And I became a vice president in three years. And then I, I had what I call my Keith sweat moment, something, something just wasn't right. And I realized that I was not created to sit behind someone else's desk. Mm. And so I submitted my letter of resignation without a plan but fully committed to figuring it out. And while I was figuring it out, I took my Mary Kay business to pink Cadillac executive sales director status. Um, I did that for like two years full time. And then God kind of tapped me on the shoulder and was like, you who remember me? Remember that purpose I gave you? Yeah, it wasn't to sell lipstick. So let's do what we really sent you here to do. I started my company, Incredible One Enterprises, and we sucked. We've we floundered massively at first so bad that I ended up having to file bankruptcy and go back to work. I worked a job for two years. And then um, while I was working that job for two years, I decided that I was a wanted woman and I was going to do what I needed to do to live the life that I desired. And so when um, 2011, January 1, 2011 was my first year full-time in my business, like a real business. And within three years, we crossed the million dollar mark and we've just been kind of sitting there and transforming the world, you know, one small business owner at a time, which has just been really amazing. I also am a late bloomer in terms of finding a man who is willing to take this journey with me. I had three times before my husband and um, it never felt quite right. But, you know, now I have the keeper, my partner got married at five days before my 42nd birthday. Wait a second. Wait, pause, Danielle. Pause. You know, we nosy. So where <laughs> did you find this man? Because that's always the question. Where yeah. Did you find the man? Blackpeoplemeet.com. Yes. <laughs> hey, 
Online dating. Online now, okay. date. And you know what okay. the funny thing is? I met him the last day I was on my 30-day trial or a 30-day thing that I paid for was up. He yeah. popped in on the last day. I was like, listen, I'm about to be off this website, but you cute. So here my number. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> he called me immediately. We dated briefly for like three months and then he kind of disappeared. And then in 2015, he rolled back onto the scene and he was ready to do something. And so... This time around, we've been together almost six years, married for three. I think we're going into our fourth anniversary. Yes, we got married in 2017. I can't even keep all the dates straight. Um, but he was the one, the one guy kept for me and he was worth every bit of the weight. And for those of you wanted women who have been hoodwinked, bamboozled and duped into believing that you have to settle and there is no man who won't be intimidated by your success. That is a lie from the pit of hell. The one God made for you is waiting for you. But I had to get myself together and be what I wanted to attract before he could show up. And mm. so uh, I know that's not entirely what we're here to talk about today, but that's one of the things I want to leave with the wanted women, because when I realized that I was enough, like I used to think I needed to lose weight and I need to be all these things to get these men to want me. And I was so unhappy with who I was that I know that I was just not attractive to anyone. I was giving off an air of, not being wanted or not being not fully deserving, not even loving myself, right? Yeah. If you don't love yourself, nobody else will love you because you'll treat, you'll teach people how they should treat you. And then I did my work. And once I started doing that work, things started to, you know, unfurl. And uh, the guy was already in my life. I knew when I met him the first time that there was something about him, but he was playing and I didn't have time for that. And so I, you know, I went on about my way, did what I needed to do. And then, you know, when the time was right for our best and highest good, we reconnected and, you know, it was like peaches and her, we got reunited and it felt, it felt so good. <laughs> hey, come on. All right. So now that, you know, you grown, you have your multi-million dollar business, you have your wonderful husband. Now, in terms of the purpose of the move to millions, like how did you get to this place of wanting to help others move to millions? Yeah, I just feel like I believe that you cannot live the abundant life God promised you on six figures a year, right? And most mm -hmm. of the people we work with, they've they've made it. They've hit the mm -hmm. elusive six-figure mark. But they also soon come to realize that six figures is not enough. Like you cannot do what you really want to do at six figures a year. And I just really want to normalize wealth. And, you know, the majority of the people we work with these days look like us, right? They're, they're women of color, people of color. And I want for our community, us to know that we deserve to have wealth too. And although many of us didn't come from a wealthy family, we have the ability to shift some paradigms and break some curses so that a wealthy family can come from us. And so for me, the move is a double entendre. So it's as much about the money as it is about the mission, right? The desire to impact lives at a whole nother level. You have to put yourself in a position to be able to make the planet better than you found it, right? Mm -hmm. And so we teach our clients around... Um, um, the spiritual principles and the business growth strategy that are going to facilitate their move. So on the spiritual principle side, well, actually, let me back up for a second. Move itself is an acronym mm -hmm. and it stands for mastery, 
operational obedience, vision, and execution to and beyond the million dollar mark. And so the mastery is both mastering the spiritual principles. I believe God is principled. And if we follow his principles, we unlock everything that comes along with said principles. And, um, and so under, on the principle side, we have surrender, forgiveness, alignment, and there's probably some others, but like those are connection is probably another one really, that's really, really important and significance, right? You are significant before you were formed in your mother's womb. God knew you and he approved you. You were sent into the earth realm as a vessel of light. You came here with a purpose on purpose for a purpose. And then you met your family. And that purpose is often thwarted, not because there's anything wrong with your family. They did the best that they could with what they had, but their best was not God's best. And so you were not led to experience the abundance that you were created to bring into the earth realm. And so we spend the majority of our lives fighting through all of that stuff to get back to our purpose so that we can realize that we were always wanted, right? And so my mission as well as your mission is to help, and specifically for entrepreneurs, like to help them realize that their wanted status isn't a fluke and being wanted comes along with the ability to possess millions, to influence millions and to give millions. And so really teaching people, oh, tithing, that's another spiritual principle, teaching people how to live that journey and spirit, your spirituality or the spiritual principles have to converge with your business growth strategy if you wanna be successful. So then Mm. on the business side, we need to master our strategy, right? We need to master our sales infrastructure. Like how are we getting to the transformational transaction? Mm -hmm. We need to master our operational systems, right? We need to master having the right people on our team so that we can actually build a legacy and leave something that hasn't been and probably won't be left for us, right? right? And so um, we spend a lot of our time really helping people to get both of those paradigms to the state of mastery and to see the influx that comes along with focusing on things other than chasing the money. Mm-hmm. Like we, we don't make millions by focusing on the millions. We make millions by focusing on our mission, focusing on our mandate, focusing on our mantle. That's how we make millions. And so it's contrarian but it is really amazing to see how it unfolds for people when they start to go in all of the results that happen out. That is so beautiful. So what I'm hearing is you don't have to be broke to have a mission. Actually, it's better if you have the millions with the mission to really be able to make the impact that you want in the world. Because, you know, some people are like, well, you know, God has called me to serve. You could serve and not be destitute. Right. (laughs) Well, and service doesn't, I mean, I've been to a, everybody's been to a restaurant and you get served, but you also get a bill when it's over. So we have to remember that service does not mean it's free. <laughs> you just, it hasn't you just, happened yet where I've been to a restaurant and they were like, oh no, we got it. We're serving. No, every single time they lay the bill on the table. <laughs> so you better come through with the bill. Oh my goodness. All right. So when it comes to spiritual principles, I know one of the biggest things that you do is that you align God's word with what you do. And I I know you have them in your heart. So can you share like your favorite scripture that goes along with the premises that you teach? Yeah, there's so many, but the first one that just popped into my heart right now is Psalm. And I always get this wrong. I think it's Psalms 81. 
no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Mm. Right. And then another one of my favorites is Proverbs 10 and 22. The Lord makes man rich and adds no sorrow with it. See, there's a lot of people out here hustling and grinding to get rich, but God doesn't bring, like, you don't need to hustle and grind to experience richness. Right. And then the third is Colossians 3, 23 and 24, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord and not unto man for it is from God, you get your inheritance. So I think if we start focusing on serving so that God would be pleased, like that's the way I run my company. We do what we do. We have such a high level of service and results for our clients and clients that are referring us and staying with us year after year after year because of the level at which we serve, because I'm doing everything that God might be pleased. And so if I know that he's pleased, then I don't have anything to worry about because that's what he said, right? Matthew 6 and 33, seek him first and all things shall be added. And so I'm just focused on really seeking after him and not, I want to clarify this. I just hear in the spirit that somebody is going to get jammed up by this because what I see a lot are the people who are waiting on God, right? Mm -hmm. Seeking him first is not about waiting on him. He's already equipped you with everything. There are so many scriptures that talk about the power that God has given you, right? So Deuteronomy 8 and 18, we love to quote that one for it is the Lord, your God that has given you the power to create wealth, right? Mm -hmm. Or uh, Ephesians 3 and 20, he will do exceedingly and abundantly above all um, you ask of, think or imagine according to the power that is at work within you, right? Mm -hmm. So the power means that you've already been gifted with the talents and the ability. You got those before you were formed in your mother's womb. Yeah. So we need to stop waiting on God and start taking the actions that he's already provided for us to take so that we can experience all of this abundance that he laid up for us. James, faith without works is dead. We can believe all day long, but if we're not taking actions, it's just a thought. It's just a dream. It's just something maybe perhaps perchance that might happen someday. And so as wanted women, we have to take the time to, you know, really tap in and get to get into alignment and connection with God, see ourselves the way that he has always seen us. Right. And then from that place, take the actions that he's always already given us the power to take to, to achieve what it is that we want. Right. The scripture in Psalms, I think it's 37 or maybe it's Proverbs. Anyway, it basically says, if you delight yourself in him, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Well, those desires are put in you by God because you delighted in him first. So wanting a husband at 40 years old or whatever age I was, right wanting a million dollar company, wanting to climb the top of the court career ladder and join the C-suite, wanting to travel the world, all of those desires yeah. were not placed there by you. They mm. were placed there for you based on the purpose that was given to you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And so we have to unlock that magic and allow ourselves to be able to experience all that it is that God has already preordained for us. So many people are settling for the level where they are now, instead of living on the level that God ordained for them. And God is a gentleman. So he will let you live on whatever level you settle for. And so you've got to decide that it's not enough. You are wanted. And as a result, you are fully deserving of this and move in the direction. Take the next step that you know to take. That could be hiring Coach Cass, right? That could be hiring another coach or, you know, taking the classes or whatever the things are that you need to do because God will give you more while you're moving than he ever will if you stand still. And Ooh. so we've got to make sure that we stay in moving and that's the whole point of the move because right. God will give you more while you're moving <laughs> so we gotta move <laughs> this is this is a direct parallel right between yes. business love and life and I see I see it all the time where women will 
kiss dating goodbye, right? They'll they'll say, I'm done, Coach Gaskins, no more. But it's like, wait a second, when you're in action, there's something special that happens in your business as well as in your love and as well as in your life with your fitness. You know, you're not going to lose the weight just sitting in one spot. You know, that's a different yeah. kind of diet, you know, or right. a different kind of weight loss plan, just sitting, you know. I don't find that working for many people. Mm-hmm. So the action, the move, when I move, you move. That's just right. Like just that. like that. Yeah. I love all of this. So, okay. So for the woman, cause I do have clients that have stepped away from their corporate job and are now starting to say, all right, I'm going to fly and do my own thing. And they're absolutely terrified, mm-hmm. Danielle. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe I should put my love life on hold for the next three years as a 40, 50 something year old woman and Mm -hmm. focus on my business solo, just solely on my business. Like, what do you say to that woman in terms of living her life? And you know, I, I think I made that mistake. Mm. So around 34, 35, I was over it. Like my third uh, relationship engagement broke apart. And I was just like, you know what? I am not built for relationships, right? I made a casual covenant. Mm. And, and so I said, you know what? But I know what I'm good at. I'm good at business. I'm just going to put my head down and build my business. The next time I looked up was at the suggestion of a friend at 40. <laughs> She's like, mm. um, ma'am, hello. You want to have babies, right? <laughs> you better stop playing and go get yourself back out there so that you can get a, you know, get a man and get the party started. And I honestly, if I, if I have a, the biggest regret I think I had is that I put my head down thinking I couldn't have it all mm. thinking that I had to choose like that. There was no way in the world that I could have a successful company and a man by my side. That was my belief. That was the story I told myself. And what holds us back are the stories we tell ourselves. And so that was my reality because whatever story you're telling will be your reality. And so, and now I'm 45 years old, desiring to be pregnant. And for the last two years, my husband and I have gone through fertility treatment after fertility treatment to no success at this point. I am still believing God for it because it's a promise that he made me. And I know if he said it, he'll make it good. But if I had it had to do all over again, I would not have thought that God thought so little of me that I couldn't have it all. Mm. I wouldn't have thought that because that mm. is what I thought. And that is what delayed my ability. Like even I, I tell my husband all the time, because we first started dating when I was like 35, I think 34, 35. I was like, see, if you would have just acted right then, we'd have our two little babies by now, you know? <laughs> But, but, but in all seriousness, for those of you who are going to listen or watch this, I just want you to know, you do not have to choose. That means you can love God. You can have boatloads of money and you can have a love that fills your whole soul. Mm. You do not have to choose. And don't let anyone tell you that you do. I made the mistake of letting people tell me when I was younger in my career, I was doing a lot of on the road speaking. And I would often be the only woman speaking on the stage with tons of men, married men, mind yeah. you. And they would all say to me, girl, you, you know, you're a force, you're bad, but you ain't going to get no husband because no man's going to want to put up with that. And I believed it. I let it sink all the way in. And I told myself that I wouldn't be able to have a man. And that was my self-fulfilling prophecy because Mm -hmm. I had several really amazing men come into my life. I mean, none like my boo, but several amazing men come into my life that I just sabotaged because my belief was that I could not have it all. 
Mm. You are wanted. The, the, again, I say before you were formed in your mother's room, Jeremiah one and five, God said here is going to be insert your name. Yeah. And when I put this thing together, every gift, every talent, every ability, the full purpose of this coming into being is already established. And the Bible says that which we decree shall be established. Anytime God said, let there be, there was. And so mm -hmm. when he said, let there be, insert your name, there was. So that means you came here fully with everything that you needed. And he already saw it all walked out before you, before your mom and dad even did the do, <laughs> just so we're clear. And so we have this big destiny that we can live into or we can run away from. But mm. because you're here, because you're wanted, you are moving towards that thing. And the way mm. to get it is to just say, I deserve it. Yes, I am a wanted woman. Yes. And just allow that declaration to fuel every action that you'll need to take because you will need to move. <laughs> And just allow those actions to be fueled and continue to say yes when it feels go good to your soul because your soul already knows what it is that you desire. And things are being presented to you because it's time now, right? Mm -hmm. You know how they say when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So yes. be, the reason why you're seeing Coach Cass and, and the, this constant reminders that you don't have to choose is because you're now fully ready to experience what you've always believed and kept to yourself. So don't shy away from it. Continue to walk towards it because what is waiting for you is everything that you desire and what you've been snotting and crying and praying for and writing in your journal and crying yourself to sleep a night about. Because I don't, I don't care how good your life has been if you desire someone to share it all with. Like, I mean, I just remember, I used to have so many things, amazing things happen. I didn't want to call my mom. Mm. I didn't want to tell her. I wanted to be able to roll over and be like, babe. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so all of those desires that are in your heart, they're there because that is what God has for you. But you are going to have to take some action. You're going to have to get into movement. Yes, y'all better put I deserve it in the chat and yes, tag Darnielle to show it. some love, okay? Oh my goodness, Darnielle, this has just been so good. So what, what you got? What you got for the folk? How can they connect with you? You got something for them? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think that based on where you guys are, um, the best thing that I can offer you right now to just be kind of begin our relationships is, is our um, Bible scriptures cheat sheet. So we have put aside 40 scriptures that will help you make the move to millions. It's basically where in the word it decrees and declares that your birthright is abundance and what you should be experiencing at the next level in order to fully walk into that. And what I want you to do is I want you to meditate it on it day and night. And if you happen to be a person who is an entrepreneur that is desiring, you know, your business is at or very close to the six figure mark, and you already know that millions is your birthright, then I want you to reach out to us. My team, we're on standby and we would love an opportunity to see if we're a good fit to help you to bring your million dollar vision and your ability to move millions into view in every area of your life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Danielle. Danielle is my sister from another mister, you know, helped to pick out the wedding dress, you know, yeah. cheered her on when she got engaged, you know, like it's just been beautiful to be in the periphery, even though we live so far, I still feel like we're so close. And I just appreciate because you are a very busy woman. You know, you run a multi-million dollar business. You got a husband, you have so many things. And I think you're a testament to show that you can have both, right? You can have 
both. You could have the man and the business and the mission, all three. You could have yep. all the man of oh, business. Business is not an M. And the, the man, the money, and the mission. Oh, there we go. The man, the money, and the mission, all three, and not have to mess around with any of it. So I, I really hope that this has been a testimony for every single person watching right now to know that you can have all three without sacrificing one. You could do all of them at the same time. Now, Danielle, have you made more money since you've gotten married? Oh, I definitely have. Like we, in the, the pandemic, well, some people experienced a pandemic. Right. I didn't experience a pandemic, but some people did. And we had our right. best year in probably five years last year during the pandemic. Um, and she's still married a year and I'm still married and, and you know it the yeah, man did not hold her back from he did not hold me back he actually is very supportive of mm -hmm. all that it is that I do you know I, my business made it such that I was put in a position to allow him to quit a job that he hated nice. and now he runs one of our companies but I was able to allow him to find his purpose yes and to do work that feeds his soul because of my business that yes. is actually probably the thing I'm most grateful for. Like, I don't care about the money, you know, personally, I, the fact that I was able to put my husband in a position to realize his dreams and that we get to work with so many amazing people and help mm -hmm. them to realize theirs. That's what I'm doing it for. Zig Ziglar said, if you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. And so mm -hmm. I'm just in the business of helping people get what they want. And I know that whatever it is that I am desiring is coming forth just because of my heart to serve. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Danielle. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Mwah. The I Am Wanted Summit is happening now. Have you gotten your spot? It's no cost whatsoever. So tune in right now, IamWantedSummit.com. Hear speakers that have worked for Pharrell. Oh my goodness. Be able to overcome the imposter syndrome. Oh my goodness. Learn how to have a healthy life while trying to be a wife. Hello. <laughs> also for my successful single women, learn the three keys to becoming a wanted woman. At the end of the day this is all about happiness and we have an amazing amazing speakers to help you with a six-figure career or move your business to millions tune in now at iamwantedsummit.com iamwantedsummit.com see you there have you ever wondered what to talk about on a date like gotten stumped about what to ask what conversation to have i know that's why i created the love deck this is the 60 questions i believe you should ask before choosing the one and on the other side affirmation just for you. Check it out. Everybody loves them. And don't forget to tag me in how it goes.